Coming up on this episode of Don't Panic, we've got all kinds of technology news starting with the Facebook F8 Developers Conference and all the things they announced there. From bots to drones and live videos to bookmarks, they have it all. We'll talk about it. We also have got big changes to your set-top boxes, Amazon now by the month, and Google adding podcasts to uh, Google Play Music. Hint, we're there. Uh, it's going to be a packed episode of Don't Panic. Stick around because the tech news is coming up for you right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 129, recorded April 18th, 2016, on streaming drones, Prime Monthly, and the bot Invasion. Hello everybody, welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast uh, that, uh, you know, you can subscribe to by the month. Or just subscribe <laughs> at all, we'll, we'll take your cash and... Cash, personal checks, credit cards, Applebee's gift certificates, you name money it. Money orders. Money or cash, money orders. You can just throw mm-hmm. pennies at us as you drive by in your car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, we'll take it. Uh, I'm Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by the creme brulee and bananas foster of technology. They're better when cooked over an open flame. It's Dan Miller and Colby Rabideau. Hello. Hello. Uh, okay. How... How's the uh, how's the weather? You got some like seventy degree weather happening up in oh Massachusetts. My, there, it's delusional how beautiful it was all weekend and mm. even into today. Uh, I was got a sunburn. It today. was irresponsible. I had to mow the lawn. I know you guys know a lot about this raking and leaf blowing and picking up sticks and 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 weed and feed. You guys weed and feed. I don't know what that no. is, man. You don't weed and feed. No. But how do your lawns stay weed-free and well-fed? There are fed? no lawns in New York City. Oh, that's right. You you went <laughs> this weekend, Dan, to the one big lawn they have in I New did. York City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all share that. Oh, it's, I have it's a, a communal story. lawn. <laughs> yes, that's true. Than you would imagine. So, uh, so I was in Central Park this weekend. I was sitting in a sheep's meadow, which is like the big, big open area where you can get all the sun. And I was there for like a little over an hour, and then I realized that not only do I sunburn really easily normally, but I haven't been in the sun for like mm. God knows how long. So I was already starting to get sunburned. So I, I packed up my stuff and I went to go. I was like, I'll just walk around beneath the trees and maybe I'll find some other place to sit and read in the shade. So I, I went to this like uh, playground that was under construction or renovation or something. And then in front of it, they had these like trust vines. You know, like like a fancy person's garden would have. And underneath that, a bunch of benches, all of which were empty. And it was sort of set back behind this other, in between this building and this park. Uh, or the playground. So I sat down at the bench. I could, like, hear a bunch of stuff off in the distance, but there was no one around me. It was very peaceful. And this guy walks up the stairs behind the building. Uh, looks around. I can tell he was, like, looking around. Uh, he just kind of stopped at the at the top of the stairs. And then he uh, dropped trow and just peed right up against the side of the building. He looked right at me. He knew I was there. He knew I was there. But I guess that having only one person watch you pee in public <laughs> is better than all the other alternatives he had. And it didn't look like a person who was drunk or, like, uh, you know, had any sort of problems. Like, he looked pretty normal. Uh... He just didn't give a crap. Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. He was normal except for his lack of shame. Yes. <sighs> See, now, as someone who, who knows little of New York City, that sounds like something that happens a lot in New York City. That doesn't oh, seem yeah. fair, but I'm like, all right, I mean, that, I'm not surprised. No one would have done that in, in Sheep's Met. I was surprised, frankly, like, 2 o'clock on a Saturday, a Sunday, that, that this would happen in, in Central Park, even when no one else was around. Because it's fair. not like... I was the only person there. Like people were passing by intermittently. Bring it, ah, whatever. I have seen on multiple occasions, more times than I could count at this point, uh, people peeing in the telephone booths. Mm. Uh, <laughs> they still have telephone oh, yeah. booths. Just replace oh, yeah. those with toilets. Why? It seems exactly. much more useful. Good idea. Yeah. So in this, ha- yeah, this happens all. It's not even. They don't even have any shame about it. It's like an accepted thing. You just walk up into it, pull it down, pee up against the telephone booth. Never use any of these telephones. But they are. They are replacing them with the Wi-Fi stations, yes. which are not fully enclosed, so that. But hopefully um, waterproof. <laughs> yeah. They are outside. They, wow. have the, the, they have these tablets installed on these. Uh, and you can, they just have a web browser. You can just do whatever. You, you should walk do. up to these things. You should see what the nastiest malware you can get on that thing is. Like, like ransomware or something? Pretty sure it's Android, so... Uh, you could probably do you something. You can install probably a, a Flappy ass. Bird, maybe? I don't know. I don't, you can't install anything. I did... The reason I know this is because someone posted a picture on Twitter of that they got Doom to run on the Wi-Fi kiosk in New York City, but just because Doom can run in JavaScript now, so they just went to the website. Yeah. Uh, That was my New York weekend story. I watched uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, which is going to be my pick, except I already picked it. Oh, that's so good. That was going to be my pick. Yeah, we already picked it, though. I know. I know. I was going to do that cheat thing. We've picked shows more than once because of different seasons yeah there's precedent for this i haven't finished mm-hmm. it by i'm like only on episode f- uh four. Ooh, the second uh, half of the season is even better than the first so you yep, are in for yep. a treat i'm excited that show is yeah. so fantastic i finished it <laughs> I, I, I i marathoned right through it nice. it's easy when they're half an hour right oh yeah yeah, yeah. Get through it quick. And speaking of television, Game of Thrones is coming back this weekend. Yeah, two yeah, thumbs up. Get psyched. None of the audience can hear. Um, hey, and, and if you're not a fan of Game of Thrones, get psyched because Silicon Valley is also coming back. That's right. So get psyched this about weekend that. as well. Um, it's, if not yes. this weekend, the following. It's very right around the same time. Nice. I think There's Veep is coming back as well. Up. So things are happening on HBO. I got yeah, to re-up my subscription. Jurassic World is going to be available. This is according to the HBO Now email I just got, which is why I know all it's these very things. Very convenient. Yeah, marketing it works. <laughs> oh, you. Here's be another random, a random thought to start the show off with. Yeah. Since this is sort of in our milieu. Yeah, this is what we do. How much money would you think it costs to get an organ, like an honest to god? No pun intended. Church organ. Oh if my god! Just, I, like, oh, I, I thought oh, you meant a oh human organ. God. So did I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's like a black market kidney running these days. Like, I need one, bad guys. Yeah, I'm not. Just, well, after this weekend, I had to get one, so I can tell you. No. Just dropping that casually. Just like, just wondering. Just, you, know, you guys know any guy? You know a guy? Yeah, a church organ. <laughs> oh, how much is a church organ? Um, wow. like Those are like the size like a of one. a building. I mean, they're huge, right? Yeah. 
I mean, ah, I I only I would say multi hundreds of thousands of dollars. I I bet a a really old like super authentic one. If you wanted to move it out of one building and put it in another or something like that, mm. I I would bet you could spend upwards of a million dollars doing that. Yeah, because because like... not only do you have to move it, you have to tune it. And you've got to make sure when yeah. you're moving those pipes, they all sound exactly the same in the same in the new a place. building. Yeah, like, essentially. Yeah. Uh, it's two hundred fifty to eight hundred thousand dollars. That sounds about right. I think that's the most expensive instrument. Like just new, just off the shelf. You go to like buy instruments. That is the most expensive, like average instrument sale cost. You, know, you can get what? those violins that are like a bajillion dollars, but there's only ten of them. Hmm. Does that include insulation? I feel like it would, right? It better. I don't know. I just Googled it. How much does a church organ cost? Are you in the market for one? Uh, it just says the range of cost for a pipe organ for a small to medium-sized church, two, two, $200,000 to $850,000. From the Associated Pipe Organ Builders of America. Wow. They must be really busy these days. Yeah. Honestly, it can be as low as 30000 if you want to just relocate a used instrument to a new home. I oh. like how they say here, a new home. Who has, this is another question they'll have answered, who has a pipe organ in their home? Let me Google it. Who has a pipe organ in their home? Does Bill Gates have a pipe organ in his home? Uh, he could. He, he could. I don't know why he a would. Trampoline. You know, Dan, just get like a Casio keyboard or something. It's the same thing. And you, yeah, and, I, and you can make it sound like all kinds of things, not just an organ. That's can you true. get like a small pipe organ? <laughs> like a portable like pipe organ? <laughs> <laughs> you know, for on the go. Pipe organ. Here we go. I oh, bet. yeah, absolutely you can. Yeah. Look at, check that out. Oh, this is great. Ah, oh, that's so cool. It, it looks exactly like what you would expect. Uh, here, I'll put it in the Slack. Slack it down up the slack put it in but with like a, a comically small keyboard for like the overall size of the thing <laughs> oh that's go. so cool see this is the, i would put mm. that in my home yeah like i'd never play it because i don't know how but that's just a cool thing to look at <laughs> uh it's neat i also found a news story or someone bought a uh, 2300 pipe organ and then rather than have it move, we just moved into the house that it was where it was <laughs> in Seattle. Well, that's that's cost effective. Uh, a retired bus driver. Yep, I bought by a purchased by a retired bus driver. I have to imagine that if you actually had a house with a two thousand three hundred pipe organ, that not many people actually want a house that has that. And wouldn't want to get rid of it. It doesn't add value to the home. No, unless you want a pipe organ. Oh my gosh! And he has the uh, he has the keyboard in like the living room, so he can just play it like in the living room. It looks like a normal house, but then like there's a whole separate room for the pipe organ. That's insane. I always wanted my my secret like Sean wins the lottery fantasy. I've always wanted a player piano. Yeah, that, that that does like that is like spooky and plays ragtime tunes, but nobody touches it. 
<laughs> and the keys just start moving when people walk by. I, I always I always think that's so neat. But I, I guess those are hard to come I, by. I would I would love to have a secret room that is opened by like playing a certain combo on so the So you gotta piano. play like this the same three keys and then it spins around. Yep. Man. I, I want I wanna meet billionaire Colby. <laughs> I feel like it would be extremely eccentric. <laughs> the shit out of his house then and like the bat everyone's just falling through trap doors and bookcases <laughs> are, t- are opening up and <laughs> oh yeah he's got the refrigerator that tells him when he's out of milk yeah i mean come on that that's that's the best airbnb ever yeah uh... what would your what would your your if it recipe be for a refrigerator that could tell you when you're out of milk like what would you most want to have happen after that situation that mm. scenario is true i don't know it's hard to say. Maybe. I, want a, I want a drone to pick it up and drop it on my jerk neighbor. <laughs> I guess you could like Instacart for it. I would love to have. I mean, it would be nice if it did other things than just milk, right? Right. right. Mil- milk is not the only staple. Right. What are, what are the staples of Colby? Uh, <laughs> eggs. Right. I like eggs. And butter to cook the eggs in. <laughs> sure. Sure. I mean, I just like having like bread and sandwich, like sandwich stuff. That's always nice. It's always a shame when you don't have that stuff. Yes. Bananas. I'm fond of bananas. That Dan, should what, be my pick. What's bananas. your, uh, Dan, what's your, what's always in the Dan Miller household? What is, <laughs> what is the one item that you always have in stock? Bourbon. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you might have a I, I, mean, no, I no, thought but, we were just talking about food. Alcohol is different. Sarcastically, there are no staples of my refrigerator. A lot of variety. I'm not home that often, too. No, because I there's very little in my refrigerator. I eat I eat at home like three days out of the week, and this is one of them. Again, a New Yorker stereotype that I subscribe to. Yeah. You subscribe to like you you hold this. The stereotype uh, I do. Style? Oh, stereotype. Okay. Yes, I, I subscribe to the stereotype. No, how? I, although I don't really cook at home either, I guess. How much Jeez. does that one cost a month, Sean? How much does what cost per month? That was that was a bad joke because you subscribe to, to the But I New York is one of the best places. Okay, New York is one of the best places to get ingredients. For things because mm, there's a wide variety and you can get things pretty fresh because people are crazy about farm to table the only downside is you won't have any place to cook it uh, mm, detail so. <laughs> that's what i Unless always liked incredibly about. wealthy that's what i always liked about the hello fresh guys is that they ship all their stuff up from new york city and the cuts of meat they get are are insane they're really yeah. good cuts of meat and they're all from new york city and i'm like wow yeah, we got. Uh, they don't call it the meat packing district here for nothing. No, it's where they pack the meat. Where they pack the meat. That's where they right. Pack the meat. Did you um, guys just hear Siri turn on and like try and answer my question that I didn't ask? Well, <laughs> she's what always listening. To Colby? having said something about I, I unfortunately I closed I, I closed it before it came on. But it was something about being incredibly wealthy. 
I'm know, turning off the always on listening right now. You know, Colby, you just got me thinking, and I don't, I don't want to keep going off on tangents, although I, I guess we're having fun. <laughs> There's not a lot of news this week, really. Um, But, you know, I was thinking about this before the show, that I don't download apps ever anymore. Like, I almost yeah. never... And I'm not sure if it's because all the good apps have already been invented or that <laughs> I just don't need new things or I'm just not paying as close of attention as I used to. I don't, I don't know what I, I went to download a, a new app today and I realized it was like the first time I've looked for something in the app store mm. in a really long time. Am I crazy? Is that just me? No, I, no, I, I yeah, I, I don't really anymore either. I'll go on like, I'll go on the app store once a week and like download or see if I'm interested in the free game. Um, but that's pretty much it. I didn't even know they had a free game. Uh, yeah. I was just wondering. I, I, I would be interested in, like, seeing the apps I've downloaded over time and how often I use them. Because I, the most recent app, new app I've downloaded that I use with any regularity must be... Hearthstone, and that was months and months ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I started playing Hearthstone again. Nice. Last week. Yeah. Amazing. New expansions Had coming out. Runs. I know. That's exciting. Could be exciting. I don't know. Could be Maybe. exciting. Yeah. Uh. Uh. I was gonna say something else and I forgot. Oh, I downloaded a bunch source. of apps when. I got the iPad. Right. Um, but mostly it was apps, like, the vast majority of them are things I already use. Um, well, and that that's what I find is that when, whenever I read about a new app, it's always, oh, it's a new calendar app. And it's like, well, I'm pretty, even if it's marginally better, I'm pretty content. Like, right. there are no, like, new Maybe it doesn't feel that way. It doesn't feel like there are any new ideas for apps. Like, no one's ever done that before. No, you've just uh-huh. done a better version of something I already have, and I don't really even need a better version. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Very odd. And it's always hard. Like, I feel like I've, I've, especially with, like, product, like, non-game apps, like, I have, like, specific needs where I have, like, a bunch of computers, and, like, if it doesn't have a website, I'm probably not interested in mm-hmm. it. Uh, and if it doesn't have a Mac version, I'm probably not interested in it. Um, a Mac version? Is that what you said? That's not true. I mean, a website or a Mac version, I guess. Oh, okay. But, like, I guess they're not... They're, they're not both required. Right. A, some way to access it on, on the desktop. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we're just old. Well, you heard, heard it here yeah. first. Apps are dead. <laughs> no, I think that... We spend most of our time at computers that we control. I wonder, I bet that most adults, most people over the age of 21 do not spend their time at computers that they can install things on or go to any website they want on. So, like, having a Spotify Mac app or a web app is less important for them because who cares? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I wonder what percentage of computer users spend most of their time at a computer that they have administrative access to that's a really interesting question sad reality yeah i spend more 
well, yeah, I spend more time on my work computer than any other device, period. Right. I never, th- I never thought about that. <clears throat> That's enterprise sad. software, man. That, uh, yeah, no, nope. Slack is worth a zillion dollars. Go figure. Right. Turns out. This. Right, right, right. It's, it's where Microsoft's making all their money, man. We should have gone into the enterprise. What, yeah, what would our enterprise not, not the have? ship, but the software. <laughs> <laughs> um, and on that lame so going joke, going on the Star Trek Enterprise would be pretty cool too. If, I, I'm just saying I if, agree. If there's anyone out there working on the new Star Trek movie and they want to invite us onto the set, we will not. We're not saying no. No. Yes. Well, I might say no. I've never seen Star Trek, so I couldn't. What? Couldn't. Well, I saw you the movie. Watch... I saw the second movie, so I basically understand what all about of the it. first one. Yeah. Have you seen any of the other ones? Like, no. have you watched the show? No. No, I've literally only seen the, the second J.J. Abrams movie. <laughs> oh. well, you remember, remember when we were at your house and we watched Star Trek Enterprise and it was the worst thing ever? Speaking of the Enterprise. At my house. At, no. In that very location that you are standing in right now. I don't, I don't remember that. Good. It was not memorable. <laughs> that was a terrible TV show. Scott Bakula... And like some weird like acoustic guitar intro song. It's like it's Star Which one Trek. Was it? Star oh, was Trek that Enterprise? <laughs> that was it. And it's like set before. It's a prequel. Oh yeah, ah. yeah. I do remember that. That was pretty I shitty. I don't think I watched any more episodes of that after no. the one. Watched. No. That yeah. Once was enough for sure. In okay, our defense, any- I think we were drunk. <laughs> yes. Very true. Drinking and Scott Bakula, always a winning combination. Uh, when, when are we going to get smashed and watch Quantum Leap? <laughs> um, no, we're not going to do that, but we are going to talk about tech news because uh, that is why we are here. and We've already blown a third of this episode on just random nonsense. Um, <laughs> nonsense. And we've got to get to the news, gentlemen. What's... Uh, What's in, there's not, not a heck of a lot of news uh, this week. I think the the F eight stuff is exciting. Okay, or well then, at, at least the fem, like we've all this, these things we've talked about before, but it's interesting to see Facebook do them. Well, exactly, Dan. Let's spin the wheel of buzzwords. <laughs> all right, we've got VR. 360-degree video, live stream, <laughs> uh, 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 chat bots, um, you, you name it. They've got it. Where would you like to start? Uh, I should <laughs> maybe just get chat bots out of chat the way. Chat bots out of the way. Yeah, I think that's the most controversial one at this Number point. Number one. By the way, I, I watched, before we came on the air, I watched Mark Zuckerberg at F8, like the video, that man is such still to this day an uncomfortable speaker. Like, I like, like I don't speak. like to make fun of the guy because he's very smart and he's good at what he does. But like, he must have by this point had so much media coaching, and he just is just. Oh, I feel like it's like cringeworthy. I feel so bad because I want him to be better, and I'm like, dude, you're just so uncomfortable. Man, it can't <laughs> ever it can't ever be as bad as that one time he got severely made fun of. I forget yeah. what this is for. This and he, was no, and he is better. He is better than he used to be. But it's still, the, pro- the problem isn't when he's explaining the products. It's just that he's A, really scripted, and B, has, like, jokes he has to give. 
as part of it. Like, like you know how Apple does it where, you know, they show you the calendar and there's a little joke in the calendar about, oh, looks like, you know, so-and-so just got back from their vacation. And, you know, and they joke about the employees at the company. He was doing that and it was just really uncomfortable. And I'm like, just let him talk about the product, guys. Jeez. Um, but what he was talking about was... The bot platform, so uh, inside of Facebook Messenger, Facebook announced that to, uh, tools for developers to build bots inside of Messengers, um, it includes an API that allows them to build chat bots uh, and chat widgets for the web. Uh, they showed some demonstrations, uh, including 1-800-Flowers, ordering flowers, but they also showed um, not just buying things, which is what most kind of bot demonstrations are, but they also talked about... Uh, CNN giving you news stories and, and you uh, CNN would send you the top stories of the day and you could chat back and say, you know, oh, summarize this story or give me the top stories or, you know, what's the number one story out of Ukraine today or, you know, you'll be able to chat with it and kind of have an interaction with it about the news. Um, that's really most of it. The same so, with the 1-800-Flowers, where there's a list of flowers, and you can say, buy this, and they say, who, what's the name of the person you're sending it to? And you type that in, and they say, well, you want the message to say, and you type that in, and, you know, it's a whole thing. So, now that both Microsoft and Facebook have announced uh, platforms for doing this, how do we feel? Because I don't remember talking too in-depth when, when Microsoft announced it about the concept. No. But how do we, how do we feel about this? Do you want it? Would you ever use it? All right. <laughs> no? Yes. <laughs> you want to go first, Cole, or you want me to go? I mean, I I don't know. The The use case isn't clear to me yet, I guess. I'll put it that way. I, I'm, I, I don't want to be, like, immediately negative. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I don't... I mean, bots in Slack are kind of useful, like, or bots in IRC are great. Like, those have been great for years and years. Um, but I don't know if I want bots in Messenger. Maybe I do, and I just have, don't know it yet. I think, for me, the the bot vision, bot vision of, <laughs> of Facebook and Microsoft, I think, are actually very different. Because, to me, Microsoft wants it to be this is part of your personal life, right? You get the Cortana piece in there, and it's this is very much part of you. Whereas Facebook, to me, it's more of a communication platform, right? It's not about you. It's about who you're talking to. Yeah. And I think that's a really important difference. And given the choice between the two, I, I see more future success in Facebook's vision. And the reason for that is because I think personal bots are very difficult um, because you are very, it's very hard to be a person. But the thing is on, on, on Facebook messenger, no one's expecting 1-800-Flowers to chat with you like a real person would. It's just a faster, easier way of ordering something than having to download the 1-800-Flowers app and give them your credit card information. And, and to me, that's the use case, at least the immediate, like in the short term use case I see is how do you take things I would already do and make them easier and faster on a platform like Messenger that I already use, right? So the CNN example, I think, is really interesting because there is so much news out there, and if I can just type to CNN and say, what's the top technology story today? And they ping it back to me, and I can either click the link or I can say, you know, give me this in two sentences. 
and they give it to me or I say, you know, what had the most tweets? Like, if you can just ask the questions and get the answers, to me, that's really useful. Yeah. Hmm. See, um, hmm. I think it would be... I'm trying to think of like situations that I think I, I I don't think I would use that. Maybe that's just me being set in my ways or something. Like I, I usually read stuff on the internet, um, but I could imagine like customer service chat or something. Yes. Uh, like I don't know, like something like that where you're like. Well, like flights, Talking for example, a company. like I'm worried about my flight being delayed tomorrow. So if I'm friends with American Airlines on Messenger, they can they can chat message me if my flight's delayed. I chat back. What are my alternate options? They text me back. Well, there's a flight at eight and a flight at 10 and we can get you on the 10. I say, great, book me on it. Like I didn't mm-hmm. have to place a phone call. I didn't, ha- you know, how do you right. expedite what we already do? Uh, yeah. What I'm excited for, it would be something like uh Siri and Google now have this personal assistant sort of features like they know where your meetings are, what what your calendar is, what emails you have, something. So I ask questions of my life all day long. And sometimes I ask Siri these, but usually not because I'm usually at my desk in front of a computer. Uh, When is my next meeting? Where is my next meeting? What does my day look like next week? How many hours am I not scheduled for meetings next week? Like, Simple questions like this that I ask myself all the time, or uh, have I gotten any emails from so-and-so in the past week? When was the last, like, all these dumb questions, like, open up Gmail, figure out, okay, what is, like, the specific Gmail search query I'm supposed to enter from, oh, but what's their email address? Uh, Okay, going to go do the date range, but where, how do I interpret the dates? Like all this stuff sucks. Uh, and some, like I'm not comfortable sitting at my desk talking to Siri or Google now, even though they, at least Google now can do a lot of these things. Uh, but something like a chat bot. And like, I don't think this is Facebook chat bots anymore because Facebook doesn't know enough about me for that, but maybe something like Microsoft chat bots. Is it? It could have my Outlook emails or whatever, and it could it could answer these questions all day long. That would be great. I would be all about that. Book a room. Uh, find like the best. Uh, I want to meet with these people. Find the best. Uh, give me like the five best rooms and times to meet with them. Oh my god! But that's what. I'd, but that's I'd what kills me. Is that these services don't know what best is. Because best is is subjective. It's a per person requirement, right? You can no. ask cheapest. You can ask most centrally located. But what's the best? Well, you, well, I, I might. Best, wa- well, I best. might want a window view, and I might want. Uh, well, I guess all hotel rooms have windows. I don't know what I meant by that. But, but, but I want. I, I want <laughs> That's not true. I there are definitely hotel rooms without windows. Where are you staying? I bet you can get a hotel room without a window. A cruise ship, maybe. A, oh, a cruise ship for sure, but definitely hotels. There's definitely, I bet every hotel, maybe not every hotel, many hotels have at least one room without a window. Ooh, I'm going to Google that. That's it. That's yeah. it. But, but no, but that's my question is like, that's where to me chatbots become super exciting is I, there are services now where I can pretty easily find a hotel room in three clicks. And sure, it's not as easy as just typing it in. I'm not but, talking about hotel rooms. I'm talking about conference rooms. 
Oh, a much conflict. harder problem. Yes. And one that simply requires, like, it's not a solvable problem, but any computer program worth anything could, like, give you at least five options. Uh, and as long as they fit the people and it's in everyone's working hours and they're available, great. Like, that's almost always good enough. Uh, but, I again, I the Facebook stuff, like... I, I do think that people like chatting, especially for customer support-ish type things, refunds and buying things, mm-hmm. uh, changing account information, packages, uh, doing like package tracking or something like this would be great. Yep. Uh, but I think that the Microsoft approach is, ac- is actually more interesting. Oh, for sure. I, w- I want a personal assistant of the Google Siri... Uh, caliber that I can just type to all day long. I see the differences as Facebook is very now and Microsoft is very future thinking. And I think that's a big distinction. And I'm not going to say one is right or one is wrong because to be honest, you know, if if Facebook is making money now, Microsoft's never pans out, then we're going to say, you know, Microsoft blew it. But, but either way, they are very, very different approaches. Right. So there you go, right. guys, because you needed Bonds. another way to interact with brands. <laughs> yes. You're going you gonna, to you gonna get on Messenger and write to PepsiCo about how much you like Mountain Dew. <laughs> send send a pictures all about... Did we John Oliver tonight? Is that why? No, why? Oh, I he made that. fun of Mountain Dew again. Oh, did he? No, I think Mountain Dew makes fun of itself pretty well. I don't... <laughs> I'll give credit to John Oliver, <laughs> but then again, there are plenty of jokes to be made about Mountain Dew. <laughs> Um, Not even try. Unless they want to sponsor us, and in which case, uh, we will always do the do. Um, else at F8. Um, what? What? You got question mark look on your face, Dan. Did you just say? I said else at F- What else is from the F8 conference? Oh. Else at F8. Gotcha. Just, you know, the kids, you got to shorten it. You know, 140 oh. characters or less. Gotcha. You got to. Um, your e old virtual reality. Yeah, we got a little VR stuff. Oh, I, we talked about the live streaming thing already, right? Well, I we, guess it was only like available to certain people. Yeah, we, we breezed about. over it. the 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 updated version of that is now that there is an API for live streaming, so any camera can live stream to to Facebook Live, even a drone. Uh, that's, they, yeah, that's pretty cool. That is that is exciting, and I think. I think that's something where uh, YouTube has really surprising, surprisingly enough for me fallen short. Uh, I'm surprised it's not easier in places to one-click stream to YouTube. Um, yeah. In, in kind of a Periscope kind of way. And that's where, uh, you know... It, yeah, it is interesting that Periscope isn't really... You can't really integrate too much with Periscope. Not it kind of just is what it is. Yeah, you have to have a phone with the app. Right. And well, GoPro, GoPro is the only one I know of that integrates. Oh, okay. With, with I, Periscope, I but outside of that, it's not like I don't believe they have a public API. It. it yeah, I don't know. Maybe about, it's just uh, like uh, it's a pain in the ass to do it. Well, yeah. I mean, the hard thing about live streaming is that the the, the figuring out how to do it. I know 
I believe me, it's a pain in the ass. It's not fun. Right. Um, and anything you can do to re- to reduce barriers to you know click a button in your live is is whoever does that the best. I think is going to pick up a lot of a lot of heat early. Um, and whoever if it's, does if, that the best and like doesn't kick people off for not doing the things that they right and <laughs> and actually leaves it open right. Yeah, I saw one of the coffee shops near me opened a new location and this weekend they were they had like a live stream of the opening uh that was you know i didn't watch for hours i watched for like 30 seconds i was like oh cool and i wouldn't have known that they opened a new location otherwise uh it was pretty cool i was impressed it worked really well it worked on all the apps worked on the web all exactly the same that's great nice i will say i have noticed uh, I guess not necessarily live streaming, but just video in general. Like I've been seeing way more videos on on Facebook. They're all uh, about those stupid recipe videos. Oh uh, my god! Oh really? See, the recipe videos are my guilty pleasure. I love the <laughs> recipe videos. I've been like unfollowing people and following more recipe video things. <laughs> Honestly, the reason you're probably seeing recipe videos because I love the recipe videos. So unfriend, much. unfriend. Oh, that's that's why my Facebook sucks because I'm friends with. No, you just you just gotta do the arrow and say I don't want to see this. Yeah, you're right. I just, tell I'm it what you want. Facebook do that right now. Yeah, I guarantee you, there's some up here. I love those videos. I would much rather see those than almost anything else that gets posted. I wish I saw recipe videos. I mostly see the the mom and aunt type type of videos mm-hmm. where it's like you know five makeup tips you won't believe and. You know, you know. Oh, look at these shelter dogs that got rescued, kind of videos, and it's like, uh. yeah. I don't but know. In any in any case, I wanted to say like I don't know if that's a good thing, but it's something I've noticed. Uh, and I don't know if it's that it's more content has been posted with videos, or they're just getting like way higher rankings in the newsfeed algorithm or something. But I bet that I have bet that yeah. they, or maybe both. Well, yeah. Right. I, I feel like they, they certainly perform well with the... Uh... Also, I've realized the other day, you can like click into a full-screen video mode thing, and it'll just keep playing videos forever. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, that's like... Scary. That's never what I want. Sometimes it is what I want when I'm watching those food videos. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I still don't think of Facebook as a place to go as like a destination for video watching. Right. Yeah. Although I do think of YouTube as that, and I still, I guess sometimes I let it keep playing. That's true. The problem is, like, I find with YouTube, the videos that keep playing are never what I want to watch next. But with the the Facebook ones, in the very limited times that I've used it, it they have been interesting to me. So I don't know algorithms am i right mm-hmm. um let's see we got a bunch of kind of what i would consider smaller stuff from facebook uh you guys use facebook save feature where you can save stuff for later i have but i don't really know how to get to it well <laughs> damn that is a turns out is. a common problem um facebook agrees it. that most people can't find it. So now that they've created a, a button for the web where publishers can add that button to article templates, 
And when users tap that button, it will save that article to their Facebook save queue. Um, it's very similar to Instapaper, um, where on any website, they can integrate it one click and save it to their Facebook list. We also have um, Facebook announced an open source 360 degree video camera. Weird. Um, but of course, one of their big things is 360-degree video on Facebook. They call it the Facebook Surround 360, um, which sounds terrifying. Uh, and it uses a 17-camera array uh, to capture images in 360 degrees. Uh, and I would assume post them to Facebook. Cool. Uh, now let's get, let's get to this VR stuff. Let's get to, yeah, sure. Let's get to some of the, this uh, VR stuff here. Facebook, as you know, owns the folks at Oculus. Um, and Mark Zuckerberg said, uh, well, let's see. Should we? Should I, should I do the full quote here? Yes. Let's see what the Zuck's got to tell us. Over the next 10 years, the form factor is just going to keep on getting smaller and smaller. And eventually, we're going to have what looks like normal-looking glasses that can do both virtual and augmented reality. An augmented reality gives you the ability to see the world but also to be able to overlay digital objects on top of that. So that means today, if I want to show my friends a photo, I pull out my phone and have a small version of that photo. In the future, you'll be able to snap your fingers and pull out a photo and make it as big as you want. And with your AR glasses, you'll be able to show it to people and they'll be able to see it. As a matter of fact, when we get to this world, a lot of things that we think about as physical objects today, like a TV for displaying an image, will actually just be dollar apps in an AR app store. And Facebook gets a cut of that. <laughs> and so it's going to take a long time to make this work. But this is the vision, and this is what we're trying to get to over the next 10 years. So did they announce anything new with Oculus? No. Nope. I'm still... I think that... Facebook is extremely well positioned to build this uh, new uh, these new developer tools in virtual reality because they have a lot of experience building developer tools and they have they have Oculus. Today I was thinking, what if as I'm as I'm like working on a web page now you can open up the like Chrome developer tools and you can like highlight different parts of the page and see how it's built. Mm -hmm. I could like explode it out and turn it on its side this way to like see what stupid layering thing is off. Like just take it, explode it, and move it over here and like peek behind. It would be so useful. There's uh, a thing like that in uh, Firefox. Have you seen that? No. The Firefox devs tools have this like 3D hierarchy view thing. What? Yeah. I have to see, but 3D is only ever so useful on a 2D monitor. Like, sure, yeah. I think that I think I we'll get stuff like this eventually. You heard it here first. All I can imagine is Dan Miller with an Oculus on his headset and doing doing this. Guys, I'm programming in 3D. <laughs> They're like, oh, Dan, you, 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 simple, simple man. Small, delicate flower. <laughs> no, but you know, every time I hear about this VR set, you know, pro, whether it's to me, it's the chicken and the egg problem. What comes first, the hardware or the software? Because we don't have either right now. And for something will come first. But but so the hardware is is expensive and hard for the average person to use. And the software 
isn't being built and what is being built is only for the expensive headsets that your average person isn't going to buy. I mean, at what point, I don't know. It just feels like such a back and forth where when are both going to hit at the right time? Cause you can't really have one without the other. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I don't, I think the hardware might have to happen first, honestly. Yeah. Um, cause you, cause and then, well, smartwatches are kind of like that. Well, actually, smartwatches haven't really caught on, so I guess that's not really a good example. But, but I think people will will put up with mediocre software on really good hardware. Right, right. Uh, but if you think about, I don't know if this is a good example or something, but like the first iPhone or the first i, excuse me, iPad. I don't know if that's a good example either. But like those weren't the first of that kind of thing, but, uh, they did seem to, I don't know, like kick off those things actually happening. Whereas at at minimum, at minimum, at the minimum, they got people to take a second look at smartphones at the absolute bare minimum. They, people who saw smartphones as Blackberry's business people used, took a second look and said, this is a product I actually want. Um, yeah. And VR needs that moment, that moment where there is a product where a HoloLens, I think, is getting there a little bit where, you know, you're, you're combining uh, a, a good looking device, a practical device, a device that can you can kind of show the value it adds. Um, mm-hmm. and obviously, I think the cost is too high and the technology is not there yet, but whoever can build that one you know, like Zuckerberg's talking about with the AR glasses, um, you know, Google Glass that's actually good, uh, that people want. It, mm-hmm. It's got to come. Um, I, I just... Yeah. Well, I think that's the, like, something like the the glasses, the, the imaginary glasses Zuckerberg is talking about are like, uh, that is like, is ki- kind of like y- universally useful. Whereas like VR, the what VR we have now is like really only useful for VR. Like Oculus is useful for VR, and and VR is useful for playing games mm-hmm. right now. Um, so it's like inherently limit. It's not. It's, I. It's 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 like a specific platform. It's like a, I don't know. So whereas at, at something like these dreamy glasses. That's why I feel like the hardware has to be there first. Like, and and Hollow Hololens is like more closer to this idea, but it's still not like something you would ever just wear around. That would that would be terrible. Um, it'd be even more embarrassing than Google Pl- the 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 Google Glass thing. <laughs> yeah, it's shocking that never caught on. <laughs> I wonder what I wonder if you had pulled us because we we were I guess we were after Google Glass was announced, but I remember talking about it when this show first started. We weren't totally against it. I, mean, I wanted we thought one. The idea was cool. Yeah, I would have yeah. taken one if someone sent one to me. <laughs> I, listen, there is there is an effect, and this happens after every Apple event where. I have like a no purchase policy for a good two weeks after these things are announced because the announcement is half the excitement and you get going and it's uh, my finger has been so close on the Apple store to buy. Oh my God, look at that new MacBook! Holy crap. Look at how thin that Mm -hmm. is. That's God. That looks great, man. Maybe I should buy one. You know, it's (laughs) like, 
Google Glass was the same way. After they did the demo where they had the guys skydiving and the and the and them doing the backflips on the bike and the it's like, yeah, I want this. Are you kidding me? Like, take my money, but you know, I think that was that was regrettable. Fair enough. Oh well. Um we're not getting AR or VR for the moment, but we are gonna get some more news. Uh not too much else out of F8, uh, you'll be able to do video profile pictures through apps like Vine, which someone wants, I guess. Um, you'll be able to log in with just a phone number, a ripoff of, face of a Twitter's digits platform. They call it Account Kit, making it easier for you to uh, log into Facebook um, with just a phone number. Um, that's mostly for, for outside the U.S., but Lovely option to bring it here, but that's about it for Facebook. That's not the worst company event that's ever been held. No, well, it's a developer conference, right? So it's all APIs and toolkits and right, you know, stuff your average person isn't really going to see. So, you know, that's well, as we always say, it'll be interesting to see what happens. So, indeed. We will stick with that. Um, you guys want to talk about anything else in this list? We can touch yes. quickly on Google adding podcasts to play music. Available on the web and Android today. iOS coming soon. You will be happy to know that Game Nights and Up for Debate are both live on Podcast Now. And um, before I forget, uh, Don't Panic may actually be live by the end of the show. Uh, the reason is Colby gets the verification email <laughs> because our, our official RSS email is his. Right. Uh, so let me resend that verification. I don't think I got it. All right, I, I just sent it, it to, to the I don't account. Okay. Um, and, and just ping me the verification code and then it'll be live. Oh, here and we you'll go. Be, here you'll you be go. able to go and subscribe. On a Google Play Music, like I said, web and Android today, iOS coming soon. Um, it, it backfeeds all the episodes via RSS, so uh, they'll all be there, and you can subscribe, and you get the updates when new episodes come available, and you can stream them and download them locally and do all the things you do on Google Play Music. Um, there you go, Sean. Um, so this is cool. I like that, uh, like the iTunes store, you simply, like, register your podcast with their directory. Um I was like initially a little excited when pot Spotify added podcasts and then immediately disappointed by the fact that it was like just whatever podcast they liked or something um, or like chose to include. I was disappointed that the greater podcast ecosystem was not available because the podcasts they had on there were not like some of them I listened to, but they, it did not include all of the podcasts I wanted to listen to. Um, so as a result, it's not, not, not even viable. And if they've lost yeah. you, Colby, the most podcastic guy I know. Yeah. God, you know, what, what hope do they have? Right. It's very little. And it's like, that's, I don't know. It just seems like a half, pretty half baked to me. Um, like, that's a that's a solvable chicken and egg problem. Like you need to have all of them first before you get anyone to listen on your service. 
Um, and I think that's the fact, or at least people who are already into it. I guess like maybe you could get converts to, to podcasts, but yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's a, that's a thing as if you need another place to get podcasts. Mm -hmm. Now there's one. Um, let's see. We can quickly touch on Amazon. Uh, we got a little time. Amazon launching monthly subscriptions for prime and prime video. Uh, previously, the only way to get those things was to A, together, um, and B, in a $99 yearly fee. Uh, but starting now, you will be able to get them separately and by the month. So, as I said, $99 a year for both Prime and Prime Video. Or you can do just Prime shipping at $10.99 a month. Just Prime Video at $8.99 a month. And for a little fun fact, uh, Prime Video alone co would cost $107.88 a year if you did it by the month. And the full Prime service would cost $131.88 if you did it for a full year per month. Interesting. And that $8.99 for Prime Video is cheaper than the current Netflix fee of $9.99. <laughs> and, and more expensive than Hulu with ads, but cheaper than Hulu without ads. <laughs> That's so right in there. Yeah, right in the mix. So, uh, <laughs> so, so yeah. So why would you do this? Just if you don't want to pay yearly, if you don't want to front the uh, money, um, or you don't want the shipping? No, yeah. but even even or if you no, just want to try it, like yeah, I do feel like it's a. I don't know. Committing to something for a year is is, like kind of a big decision like if you i don't know if you wanted to get prime video for only one of the of their series is um hbo style like where some mm -hmm. people won't get hbo now just for game of thrones mm -hmm. that makes uh, sense the other i don't think this will change my relationship with amazon prime but no i don't think there are any current subscribers who would change um, yeah. Actually, I would love... I know they don't publish this. I would love to know what percentage of Prime subscribers re-up each year. Um, mm. I, I have a feeling it's a very low drop-off. Um, but I'd be here. No, the other thing, too, is you know, you can let people share your Prime account with you. Yeah. If you're on the old version of Prime, it's up to four people. The new version of Prime, it's one other person. Um, but what I do for people is... I often have people who tell me, like, Sean, I'm, I'm renovating my house... Or I'm going on a trip. I want to order a bunch of stuff. I don't. I know. How people, often do people tell you this? You'd be surprised because they know I have Prime, and so they 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 like come at me and they're like, "Sean, I got to order a whole bunch of stuff for this specific purpose. Can I borrow <laughs> your Prime and get free shipping on all of it? And they only need it for like a month. That's the only other use I could see for buying the shipping per month. Where if you're mm. buying a lot of things or things that are really expensive to ship. You know, at ten ninety nine a month, if you're buying something that costs twenty dollars to ship or it's free on Prime, then you pay the ten ninety nine in your savings. So, um, that would be the only reason I could think you would do the shipping on a monthly basis. I'm um, I'm hooked into the ecosystem. So, I mean, at ninety nine bucks, I don't know how you can't get your money's worth out of that. To be honest, you you got to try not to get your money's worth. <laughs> Because even, even at five bucks a package 
for shipping alone, not even counting the video. You only have to buy 20 items. Right. Right. I feel like the uh, the 99 bucks is still what they want. Like if you like thinking about it, I mean, it, it I'm sure it definitely depends on like what your budget is, um what your financial situation is. But like if you commit to something for a year and use it for a year, you're way more likely to like see value in the thing over the course of the year than and until the next time you get that notification that mm-hmm. it's, you're going to be charged for it, um, as opposed to something that's every single month, um, like Hulu, for example, I've kind of fallen into like a Hulu right now where I'm not watching anything on Hulu. Um, and so it's like, well, should I be every time it comes through on my or the last time it came through on my my bank statement, I was like, oh. That that you like, forget doesn't you pay for it. it, right? Yeah. Right. It's like, and it's a constant reminder that I pay for it. Uh, whereas this is like better. I mean, I don't think I would have this problem with Amazon Prime because I use Amazon like a lot, mm-hmm. um, frequently. Uh, but yeah, like just from a business perspective, I feel like it's a. <laughs> Like they're trying to get people into it, but they definitely don't want people to switch from the the no. yearly. I, I would be shocked if that was the goal to like get rid of the yearly because that's way oh, better yeah. for them. But again, that's the interesting statistic I would love to know is then wh- how many of those month to month subscribers switch to the yearly? Because because you're right, it's mm, an entry drug. Right. It's a trial. It's when you see transparent wins a bunch of Golden Globes and Emmys. Well, I don't want to spend ninety nine bucks. But I'll put down nine bucks to check it out, and then oh shit, they got all this other great video content. And, oh, I can buy stuff there. It, it's it's your it's your entry into their system, and then they become those regular every year auto subscribe ninety nine buck customers. Right. That's a good model for them. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see how that works. Um, I have a quick question before we <clears throat> move into picks. Sure, Dan. Colby, have you have you found a place in your life for your iPad? Have you welcomed the iPad into your home? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Um, so I mentioned, I forget if that was in our pre-show, pre-news banter or uh, before the show actually started, but I started playing Hearthstone again. I've been playing Hearthstone on my iPad. Um, nice. I like it for, I don't know, like all the stuff you say you use it for, like reading things and... Uh, just general internet browsing. Uh, I find it pretty, pretty, pretty nice for. Uh, have have email you taken checking. notes with the Apple Pencil yet? Have you tried this? Um, I really haven't. I, there aren't too many situations in which I take notes. Uh, I have done some like brainstorming sort of with it, and I think that's sort of cool, but not seriously. I was sort of doing it to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll report back on that. All right. I was but, trying because yeah. I wanted to take notes as I was reading this thing in the park on Sunday and I had my iPad, but it, like typing it out is just such a, a bummer. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I could At see it being totally things. useful. It's just not something I do a lot. Um, right. So I, I have been considering like whether or not it's something I can work into my, uh, I don't know, like workflow of things. Yeah. Of a life. Yeah. But in in so far, yes, it has has found a, found a place in my life. Excellent. Uh, yeah. 
that could i mean we're definitely within the like honeymoon peer device period <laughs> i just got it so it's still cool and fun to play with for its own sake uh but we'll see i'll i'll, I'll let you know if that or maybe maybe we can talk about this again in like two or three weeks and see what's happened stay tuned for continuing developments as they <laughs> say um neat well we're gonna jump into some picks here um i'm gonna go first i guess because i see my name here first um and we haven't picked it on the show before i don't know if you guys have you guys actually have you tried sling tv yet no nope. i tried their free trial when it first started yes. um and realized i, I didn't care no um and and at first i didn't either but very short story um it's tough times in this economy guys i don't know if you know this um and my household is going through that we sadly had to downgrade satellite packages i know no tough problem we all got to make sacrifices and one of the things we lost was the networks of espn now i'm not a huge sports guy but i love me some football Basketball playoffs are happening, which I actually do really enjoy. Um, a little bit of baseball here and there. I really like ESPN. And I saw Sling TV was offering their free trial. That's where they get you. And um, I decided to give it a shot, especially because basketball playoffs are on right now. And they have both ESPN and TNT, which play all the basketball games for the playoffs. Um, so I've been trying out Sling TV, and I've actually really enjoyed it. And of course, I'm as many people know, I'm moving. Um, and it's an option I'm considering. Um, not doing cable and trying something like this. So I picked it up, tried it out, Sling TV. We've talked about on the show, over 20 channels, uh, 20 bucks a month. They stream them to every device you can imagine. Uh, Works great on Roku. I was actually watching basketball on my computer before you guys called in. Um, And it's worked really well for me. Uh, And and really, all I want it for is the sports and the news. They have CNN, which um, I do watch it for special occasions or uh, the election stuff or things like that. so, so far, I've been pretty satisfied. The service has been great. Sling.com. Um, g- give it a trial. Um, I would consider, depending on the price of what cable would cost uh, when I when I move, um, to me, it's a legitimate option because it's, it's worked relatively well. Mm, it's just cool. there are a lot of channels I don't really care about, but as long as it's got the sports and the news, because those are the live things I actually watch that right. I will miss not having. Fair enough. So... You can check that out, sling.com. Um, Colby, you've got something written in the sheet. What are, what are you picking this week? Yep. My pick's the Boston Marathon. That was today. <laughs> Boston, the Boston Marathon. Know. It's just kind of cool. It's like a weird whole city thing. It's a little inconvenient because you can't cross over the street. that, it, Or it's very challenging to cross over the street that it, it goes down. Uh, and it does take all day. Um, but I didn't realize that we were, uh, somehow I got to the Wikipedia page for it before the show and it's, it, it was started in 1897. I thought wow. that was crazy. Um, so they've been doing it for a long time. It was just kind of fun if you live around here. I don't think I would ever come to Boston just for the Boston marathon, but if you like wanted to visit Boston and it happened to be on marathon weekend, it would be a pretty good weekend to come. So that's, that's my pick. Now, have you seen any of the um, any of the like technology around the the Boston Marathon? No, it's pretty amazing. I would love to know how they. Someone's got to do a behind the scenes because on their website, not only do they live stream a lot of it, but you can actually track the athletes mm, so as I they did, go through. I, I didn't know that 
uh, so some of the people I was with today had friends who are running and they could sign up for like text message updates on their friends progress. So like, uh, when they were getting to, I mean, the marathon's like 26 miles or something. So it's pretty far. Um, and we were in, it starts out like way outside of Boston. So we were in Boston. So it was like much farther along. Uh, so it's pretty hard to judge, um, to like judge how, how, you know, like if, if you, someone started 26 miles away, how long will it take for them to run to you? Uh, I don't know. Uh, so, so you get, there were checkpoints where like you'd get a te- text message every time someone hit like the 30 kilometer mark. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. It was cool. Neat. You going to run in it next year? <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> I don't um, think so. No, that's okay. Anything could happen, I guess. Yeah. What you need to do is establish the first annual Boston sit on the couch and watch Netflix. Mm. <laughs> and I, I you would could watch it on TV. So you could sit on yeah. the couch and watch the marathon. You can. It's yeah. just like being there. Um, Dan, I see an empty box next to your yeah. name. The international symbol of no pick. I got nothing, man. You got nothing. Come on. I don't think we've ever not had a pick. Oh, we must have had no because well, we've had it when people we've not had a pick before. <laughs> As I a think... person who's not no. not come up with a pick, <laughs> okay, no like, pressure. I could pick the weather. I could pick Central Park. Uh, <laughs> you could pick phone booths. I could pick phone booths. I, I had a really good beer from Allagash Brewing Company. Oh, nice Allagash is great. Pool. Which one uh, did you have? Uh, I could go check. It was an age in a bourbon barrel. It was like it was like juice. It was so smooth, and it was like twelve percent. <laughs> Amazing, so good. Nice. Uh, I wish I wish I had something more. All right. Well, how about this? How about this? We'll it compromise. Smorgasbord. Okay, well, but yes. What's your idea? My idea is because this is we're live now, but this is generally. Oh, wait, no. I do. Last week we talked about. Uh, the Dan Miller like movie list. If 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 someone were to like pop out from the 1800s, or like an alien was to crash onto Earth, and I was tasked mm-hmm. introducing them to movies, which movies would I introduce them to? So we've we've already covered Mad Max, uh, and as soon as we got off, uh, I thought of two more, and I don't think I mentioned any others at the time, did I? I don't think so. Uh, no. So the first one that came up, and I, I'm thinking, uh, oh, I, we talked about Blade Runner, I think, because you hadn't seen Blade Runner yes. either. Yes, that we was did. the first thing I thought of. The other one, and and I think what I'm going to try to do here is movies that uh, aren't necessarily movies you've heard of, like not. I'm not going to do like the Titanic or Dark Knight or like you right. know these big things, but uh, the Brothers Bloom. If you haven't seen this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazing, so much fun. Just like a great story. Uh, it's about these two con artist brothers who get together for one last con. Uh, it's sort of like Wes Anderson esque in its styling, uh, and they try to con this uh, newly minted billionaire woman who inherited her family's fortune. But uh, she's a little bit of an interesting character. Wow, with the tag team of Adrian Brody and Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, it's like they do they do really well together. 
I, I like so I, I think I watched that movie on, on Dan's recommendation and enjoyed it. And you enjoyed can, it? I can second that. If it's got the Colby stamp of approval. Oh, thanks for filling that in, Sean. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't want to forget. Filling the show notes for me. Um, no, I gotta, I'm going to look and see, though, if it's streaming anywhere. Oh, yeah. What's that? I saw another website just today for Oh, there's so many. What, what do we use? Can I stream it? What's the one you recommend? Well, honestly, now I'm using the Yahoo one. Oh, Yahoo. What is it called? Yahoo Video Guide. But I just saw another one yesterday. Watch it. No, 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 no. Uh, Scott Johnson just tweeted about one today. Yeah, that's the one I was. Yeah, thinking. see. Hmm. Go look now. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, according to at least the Yahoo one, it's available to rent on uh, Amazon and iTunes. Yeah. Um, so. as well. Oh, there you go. Justwatch.com. The streaming search engine. Let's see if they disagree. Yeah, I'm interested. The Brothers Bloom. There you go. You can also watch The Blues Brothers, which is also a great movie. That's um, true. Oh, they do have more services. So you can rent on the PlayStation movie service. You can also rent on Vudu and Google Play. They don't have iTunes, which is weird. Oh, I like how they have all the prices. Very cool. Yeah, that site's actually pretty nice. I may have to. Oh, this should have been. This should have been the pick. I'm gonna download their app. This is good. Justwatch.com. Yeah, it's only got a sixty-six percent Rotten Tomatoes. That is. Ooh. That is shocking. What what percentage is the Dan Millerometer? Well, this is up there in terms of like movies that I think about all the time and had like a lasting impression on me. Story-wise, kind of, but just artistically. Uh, this one really, really got to me. It's got a pretty dope so, so style. So far, we have Mad Max, which Sean already doesn't like. Right. Uh, Blade Runner and the Brothers Bloom. Okay. Nice. I will do my best to watch that. That's about as much commitment as you will get out of me. <laughs> um, very cool. Well, that's it. We're we're done. Kaput. That's it. Finished. Done for the week. You're, uh, done for tonight. Your Bernie Sanders version. Kaput! Kaput! We're done. This is it. No more. Go home. <laughs> um, but if you want more, you're not getting any of this episode, but you can listen to all our other episodes on our website. Don't panic.io. Go there. Audio, video, links to all our picks as well. If you don't remember what we said or the links are specific, um, you can go to the website as well. They'll be there. And of course, you can subscribe now on Google Play Music. You can subscribe there. Um, for this show and of course also iTunes, Stitcher Radio, RSS, most major podcast apps, YouTube for the video version, which is a lot of fun as well. Uh, you get to watch us drink beer and 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 not look at the camera while we're doing things. Um, <laughs> and uh, of course we do the show live Monday nights, roughly 10 p.m. Eastern on Twitch, twitch.tv slash don't panic show. Go there and subscribe or on Twitter at don't panic show. Either way, we let you know when we're live. Uh because we don't always start exactly at 10, uh, but definitely Monday nights. We will be back next week with episode 130, talking more tech news from this upcoming week. I don't think there are any necessarily big events scheduled, um, but you never know with technology. Something could come up, or we'll just banter more about, you know, nonsense like we normally do. Uh, gentlemen, anything else uh, for this evening? No, I'm all set. No? Well, I got a plane to go catch, so I think we're going to have to wrap this up. Nice. Uh, On behalf of Colby and Dan, this is Sean. Thanking all of you for joining us and hoping we'll see you next time for a brand new episode of Don't Panic.